This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 875 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Horse people, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today, Dressage Radio Show co-hosts Reese Kofler-Stanfield and Philip Parks answer a listener question about horse shopping, managing expectations, taking a test ride, and advice on getting advice. And we'll get right to our tip after this shopping tip from StatelineTac.com. <music> When the weather forecast calls for wind, rain, bone-chilling temperatures, or snow, look no further than StatelineTac.com to make sure your barn time is warm, dry, and stylish. StatelineTac.com has jackets and vests that keep you warm and dry from afternoon hacks in New England to break-of-dawn schooling sessions in Wellington. They also carry a wide selection of toasty warm breeches for schooling ring or show ring. They even have waterproof breeches for those days when Mother Nature is at her worst. And StatelineTac.com knows there's nothing more satisfying than having warm, dry feet at the barn. So they have beautiful winter boots for showing, weather-busting paddock boots for on the horse or off, and lots of rubber boots for mucking about. Surf over to StatelineTac.com today and choose from your favorite brands like Ariat. Debonair, Dublin, Mountain Horse, Carrots, Tough Rider, and many, many more. StatelineTac.com Well, Reese, I think that was a pretty good show. We're not quite done yet. We got an email, which is awesome. So, Yay! Uh, <laughs> one of our listeners had a question, a trainer tip type question. So uh, I'm just going to read the email, and then uh, we can talk about it. Great. It says, would love to hear a trainer's tip on how to try a prospective sales horse on the first and second ride. Not the obvious things like bring your trainer, but maybe some specifics uh, uh, about about how to evaluate the ride and the partnership that will um, be in the future. What are some of the pitfalls in the evaluation to avoid? And... Um, yeah, all the help we can give her. This is uh, Jean Rudy um, on trial rides. This is a good question, actually, because I've got to do yeah. some trial rides coming up this week before I leave um, for a client who is looking for a new horse. This is kind of the time of the year that, that we do it yeah. as well here after kind of the show season and people are thinking of getting a new horse. Um, so, Reese, how about you... Uh, Take yeah, I'll start us off. Yeah, no, I'll be happy to. So I think number one before, and this is you know Europe versus America. It you know in Europe, we could do a whole show on shopping in Europe. But I think in general, you need to make sure you have a quality agent that you're working for, and or somebody that can speak the language from someone that has lived there. Um, <laughs> you know, I've yeah, you know, and and you too, Philip. Like I have seen some deals go really badly, and. Um, at the time, I only was only speaking English, but I was fluent in German. So um, I heard some things and ended two deals that were not 
that because they were trying to to pull some wool over my client's eyes. So or it wasn't even a client, it was a friend. So I think it's important to take number one, a qualified and reputable agent if you're going to Europe. Number one, it doesn't have to be a trainer. Um but I think you need somebody that speaks the language and somebody to see to be your representative. So there are good people. There are bad people, too, just like in America. And so you need to um, know that. So that's my first about Europe is uh, it's great to find Europe, but you need a reputable agent over there to kind of watch your back a little bit. But when it comes to trying horses in general, and this is Europe, but in the U.S. too, I've I've certainly or Canada, um, uh, I certainly have had really good luck in the U.S. recently. Um, so I always look stateside or in the continent before I start going overseas. I don't know how you feel, Philip, about that, but um, I start there and then uh, then go to Europe uh, if if need be, and and it, it's very needed. I think I actually have a trip this uh, winter to do. Um, which is awesome. I love shopping in Europe. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But here's the thing. Like, I think when you try a horse, number one, everybody's expectations need to be clear. You know, what are you using the for, using the horse for? Is it for an adult amateur? Is it for a professional? Is it for an adult amateur that has professional help all the time? That's important to know. Um, so there's certain things that I do when I get on a horse in general. First of all, I, I want to feel how the horse is in the contact I personally do not like horses that are strong. Uh, I had one recent one when I was younger as a young rider that was so strong. He hurt my back all the, every day. So I don't do strong. So that's the number one. If they're strong and locked in the contact, for me, that's not a desirable trait. Um, so I, feel, I like to feel how they feel in the contact. And then I like to feel how they feel off my leg. Um, you know, if I'm looking for myself, I want something that's going to be quite hot off my leg. Uh, if I'm looking for an adult amateur, however, I feel that that's a little different. I don't necessarily want them to be um, super hot, depending on the amateur. Again, it's 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 a range. So that's the first two things that I check. I check um, sort of stop and go, uh, how they and how they are in the contact. Um, and then from there, I proceed on to doing exercises. I do shoulder and haunches in uh, changes if the horse, if that's what I'm looking for um, in an upper level horse. And, and are there issues? Uh, you know, can the horse bend left and right? That's important. Uh, are the changes clean? Huh? That's a big deal. Uh, when I ride changes, sometimes I try to just sit up there and not do anything. And what happens uh, without any major work? Just go across the diagonal and move your legs and see what happens. Um, I think that's important. Um, if I'm trying young horses, you know, I also want to see how that horse is maybe inside. I, I always take the horses outside if that's available. I always take them out to walk somewhere, if it's around the barn even or uh, on a trail ride, you know, or just in the field, which would be what we would do. I try to do that. So I try to do a wide variety of things with those horses. Uh, if you can, I try to take off my jacket. I know that sounds stupid, but I've had horses that aren't good about that. Um, so those are some things that I do on a regular basis when I try horses. But again, you know, I think where people get in trouble is expectations. And what do you need the horse for? What are you looking for? Philip, how about you? Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's all really good stuff. I'm just trying to think, you know, when I when I go, I mean, what I really try – you know, what's my advice here is just um, when, when I sit on the horse for the first time, I try and do as little as possible. Yeah. You know, I kind of throw away the contact, just put my leg on, like just really, really <laughs> basics, and I try and let the horse 
tell me how he what's their personality what's you know what are they going to try and do right so I, you know when you when you sit on like you know I I ride a lot of horses every day and I train a lot of horses every day but I try and get on a prospective horse and not train it which is tough it's kind of like turning yeah. turning yourself off a little bit and just saying I'm just going to kind of ride you and you tell me how you go right instead of like getting on and going oh you weren't quick enough or oh you know I got to fix that I got I say I don't fix anything I just say what's this horse like you know if if I you know if I let the contact go and and I put my leg on and the horse runs away then I say okay this is horse that wants to run away you know and it's hard to evaluate that if if you're a trainer because you just want to get on and train right and say oh don't do that or you know do this or that so I really I do my best to really ride um, as I think my amateur is going to ride like you know if I have an amateur that's not too educated with the hand or whatever then I and then I just kind of try and simulate that and then. You know, yes. and then just go through and do the exercises. If if the if the person tells me, okay, this you know, I'm going to see a second level horse, then I'm going to do everything from second level, right? And I'm not going to train the horse. I'm just going to try and ride some shoulder in, right? Not tell yeah. the horse how to how to do the. I mean, it's kind of hard to explain, but um, not try and tell the horse how to do shoulder in, but just kind of kind of point it across the diagonal or point it you know and, and push it down the wall and see if it does it, right? Um, what I really try not to do also is to say. Okay, this is a, you know this person has told me it's a second level horse, and then try and ride it third level. Like that doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah, that's a good sometimes one. Sometimes your client goes, "Well, will it do third level, Phil?" Like you know, they say, "I have no idea." They've told me it does second level. I'm going to try to do second. If it doesn't do second level, then you know what they told me it does second level. Then I'm like, okay, this is this is not making sense, and maybe this is not a good purchase, right? So you know, try not to train the horse, or try not to try and evaluate, you know, if 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 I think it could do third level at some point somewhere down the road, I mean, you get into a lot of problems, you know, in having discussions with um, the person you're buying the horse with and also the person you're buying the horse for because, you know, you, you can say, I think it will do third level or I think it will do St. George. I don't know that, right? Like, you, you, nobody knows that. Nobody can tell you that because you have to you have to walk down that road and then and then try and figure it out. Like, after doing a ride or two rides, you can say, you know, to the best of my knowledge and in the horses that I've had experience with, yes, I think it could do. You know, like it's just so difficult. It really is a tough thing, and you you, you kind of get stuck as the trainer. But I think what I tell people, you know, um, you go and you look at the horse, and it's a beautiful horse, and it has an awesome trot, but don't overlook the walk, right? I mean, you know, stuff like that where it's like, oh, but he's got such a great trot, and then it's like, Yes, but there's problems in the walk, or there's problems in the canter. Well, well, can't you fix that? Well, no. Maybe. Well, I've got it. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Right? That's a maybe. That's a big maybe. <laughs> so, you know, when you're buying a horse, you know, I think you got to try and write down some things that say these things yes. are really important to me, and I will not overlook them. Here's a list of things that I'd like, but maybe are not as important, and I could overlook. Right, and here's some things that you know, like that are not important at all, right? And so, you know, um, I try and get, you know, get get my buyer to kind of look at those things, right, and and get into some some specifics, right? And then you can kind of narrow down your list of horses and 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 figure it out. But I think people no, I... get in a lot, get into a lot of trouble, and and uh, and it's just a very difficult thing. So. 
No, I think that was a really good idea. I mean, I we especially in Europe because you're tired anyways because you probably get off the plane and you go right to horse shopping. Uh, you think it's a European vacation, but it's actually a lot of work. And I tell people this is silly, but if you haven't ridden before you go to Europe and you're looking for a horse, please ride. I mean, I know that sounds silly, but you're going to be on the plane for eight hours, get off. It's morning, and you're going to want to start shopping. So, um, you know, typically in Europe you see maybe eight or ten a day sometimes depending on the horses so i always have a notebook and that is true if i am going down the road like what did i like about this horse what are things that i don't like about this horse um and i know this is silly to say this but i always get a feeling if it's the right horse or not you know it's sort of like i I say to my clients it's kind of like um finding a husband in a way uh or Philip finding a lady, uh, depending <laughs> yeah. on where you're going. Yeah. Um, you know, you kind of know, like, okay, I want to go. I can't wait for my second date. <laughs> and then there's some where you're like, yeah, you know, I just didn't feel it. If you don't feel it, it's probably not going to change. And I think some people yeah. overlook that. Like, yeah. what are some positive? What are negatives? There are going to be negatives on every horse. It's yeah. just like every person you date or go or marry. You know, there's going to be some negatives. But what can you live with? What can you not live with? And write it down, you know, when you get back in your car or whatever, however you want to write it down so you can remember, and especially in Europe because you see a lot. Um, and then, you know, if you don't love it, don't bring it out again. You know, I, I'm That's very right. much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, you see that quite a bit. Like, oh, I th- you know, he was pretty good. And, you know, and yeah. you're just, you know, just buy the horse that feels right for you. Right. Right. I mean, right. Um, you know, the rider, like as a trainer and a rider, you can evaluate, you know, a lot of things and, and you know, you know, give advice. But in the end, it's it does have to be your decision. Don't get pushed into a horse that you don't like. Correct. Or that you just you're not feeling the love. Right. Right. Because yeah. If you don't feel end, it right it'll away, your, it's your not horse. Better, it'll, yeah. it'll be your yeah. horse. It will not be your trainer's horse. Right. Right. right? Exactly. And, you know, I mean, you see that a little bit. Where you know the trainers, oh, this is a great horse, and and maybe they're thinking for themselves, right? Like that's sure, sure. that's a little bit of a love factor that 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 can happen. I mean, you right. got to ride the horse every day. You sit and you've got to groom it, it. Yeah, and you've got to take it, it to the that's horse right. show and feed it, and right. you know, I think that's really important. And my other sort of pet peeve, and I think people feel really uncomfortable if you don't like the horse it, when you see someone on it, tell them you don't like it. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it drives me crazy when people are like, well, I didn't really like that horse, but I rode him anyways. Well, okay, uh, but a little bit it, of a waste of time. It's a waste of everybody's time. It's a waste of the horse's time, number one. And then it's a waste of the trainer's time. And then the trainer typically has to go back and, and rewrite it, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. I think people always feel a little awkward when they're buying horses. Like, oh, they bought the, we brought the horse out. I should sit on it. If you don't like it, sure. say it. Yeah, yeah it's same. like a- yeah. I mean, I, have, <laughs> I, I I've had um, lots of different situations in selling a horse, and I appreciate it. You don't you don't think it's for you? Great. It doesn't mean it's, it's okay. not a it's, it doesn't mean it's a bad horse. I, exactly. I mean, yeah. and, and I don't really take it as a as a reflection. Nope. You know, Trainers on my training don't. or on my riding or whatever. Nope. I mean, you know, as a trainer, we get lots of horses in for sale. You know, I, I'm. There's somebody else's horse, right? So, right. you know, or even if it's my own horse, I do. I know I deal with. I ride a lot of horses. You don't. You don't necessarily like that horse. That's great. I, I, no big deal. 
No big yeah, deal. no, I, I think that that's, that's the one question I get a lot. Well, what if I don't like it? Well, if you don't like it, say it. it and it may be something silly. It may be the horse's shape of his ears, whatever. It doesn't <laughs> matter. If you, you know, I'm just picking it. If you're not going to buy it, yeah, then don't, or if you're not just, thinking of just, buying it or it's just don't feel bad not going to work, don't feel bad. People, yeah. Uh, yeah, people understand. I, you know, I understand. I don't get offended. It's great. Nope. So, yep. Um, I think there's no, I, you know, from the going back to the email. I think there's no specific exercise that I get on and say, yeah, if I, you know, I do this, and if I don't, you know, if the horse doesn't do that, that I don't buy it. Right. No. I think every horse is unique, and every horse does the job in a little bit of a different way. So all I have to do is kind of marry the horse to the rider, right? right? Marry the horse right. to the job that he's supposed to do, um, and then you know, kind of think of the price after that. Right. Right. Because I, I, you know, I don't get caught up in prices like, oh, this horse is thirty thousand dollars and that horse is twenty thousand dollars. Obviously, the thirty thousand. No, maybe the twenty thousand dollar horse will be perfect for you. Right. Buy that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Geez, save don't, yourself some money. Yeah, save yourself some money. You know, don't don't second guess yourself. You know, like you get a lot. Well, I really like that one, but you know, I, should I like that one? No, you like that one. Great. You know, like yeah. this is. You know, and then go and and talk to your trainer and and get get good advice. You know, get good advice. I mean, the other thing about advice, if it doesn't sound right, it probably isn't right. <laughs> yeah, you true. Know, just because I know a lot about horses and I, you know, I know quite a bit about training, if it doesn't sound right to you, you know, maybe that maybe the advice is not great. I, you know, this. Yeah. It's just a hard thing to to try and yeah, find but right I, for, for it is for a very right hard thing. And, and uh, it takes a lot of time, and it takes seeing quite a few horses. Yep. And and I also tell people to do a lot of internet shopping. You, can, I have spent yeah, millions on the computer. I think that that's <laughs> you know educate yourself a little bit about you know what does a fourth level uh, gelding who's thirteen cost. You can find that pretty easily on the internet and figure that out. Yeah. So you know sort of about price. You know about it's pretty easy now to go online, but you do need to research a little bit before you go to Europe or before you go in the US and, and, and you can find out a lot that way. So yeah. um and the other thing is, you know, ride your friends' horses. I mean I think that it is daunting when you don't when you when you're not having certain people um you know when you don't ride a lot of horses and it's daunting to be like oh i have to go ride other horses well call some friends up ride some other horses that type of thing i think that's a really good idea i mean again and and you don't have to be a great rider to buy a horse no no you know what i mean like don't get nervous like you know you you're you're the rider you are and you come to a trial being that rider just be that rider just take a deep breath and and go for it and if the horse you know if it's supposed to be for an amateur rider, it should be safe. It doesn't give you a safe right. feeling. That's not your fault, right? Get off. Get off. It's yeah, done. get off. It, again, doesn't hurt right. anybody's feelings. Yeah. And again, like, you know, I, I certainly sit on a lot of horses. I don't get along with 100% of horses I sit on. And, it, you know, I'm not going to try and, you know, go to somebody's place and train their horse. I just say, you know what, I just don't get a great yep. feeling. You know, that's... That's all there. That's all there is to it. It yeah. doesn't mean it's a bad horse. Doesn't even mean the training is is good or bad or whatever. I just I'm not. I don't get along with it. That's right. And I think yeah. really your gut feeling is important. And I tell people you'll know in your gut a little bit if it's the right horse. You know, that's how I I kind of know right away. I know. You know, I I I always say, can I envision that horse in my barn? 
And when I buy a horse for a client, um, you know, my thing is when you go on vacation, am I going to want to ride that horse and feed that horse and take care of him? That's sort of what I ask myself. And that's like the question I ask myself, like, am I going to look forward to coming in that barn and sitting on that horse every day? And um, if I say no, well, then I don't even look at it. Or or if there's something in me that says, yeah, so. Those are some advice, and, and it really, we could do a whole show. Or we could do three shows yeah, on this yeah, yeah. topic. It's a it's a tricky topic um, to try horses. It really is, but always go with somebody you trust, and always have, you know, your expectations of what you want the horse to do, and have you know do your research. And I think you can always be successful that way. You could do your best, anyways. I mean, it's never yeah. going to work out a hundred percent of the time. You know, for everyone, right. all they the are time. animals. I think just it just. You know, stuff happens, and and you know, yeah, that's, that's life, and you know, you can get the best advice, and you can do the best job, and and sometimes things just get a little messed up, and that's, I mean, that's the way it is, it's right? True. When you're buying cars, sometimes you buy a car, and and the thing breaks down the next week. It's just you did the yeah. best you could, and and then you sure. you move on. So yeah, hopefully that helps. Yeah, hopefully. Thank it you helps so much for the up. for the email yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, we love it. We love to get a you know get on a discussion and get on a topic. Like we said, we could talk about this for hours, probably. Yeah. But, you know, we have to cut ourselves off once in a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially when we don't have a producer that kind of will yes. send us a message. Guys, it's enough. So, yeah. <laughs> and that's a wrap. You can find lots more tips on topics ranging from barn care to websites for horse people at horsetipdaily.com. Just look for the topics drop-down menu on the left. And now you can have all of the Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go with our new free app for iPhone and Android. Just go to your app store and search for Horse Radio Network. And don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they really do make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of StatelineTech.com. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.